But like, I'll I'll be honest though, <clears throat> I had a black therapist and it was cool and everything. But this therapist that I've had for the last probably six or seven months or something, it's an older white woman, oh, and wow. she told me she was like, well, you know, if you want to go to someone else if you want like someone more like you we have other black people here we have black women there's black men if you want to do that so just let me know we'll have this first session and you can let me know next time and i said and after the first two sessions i was like i'm good with you mm. i older white woman but i've never had someone that understood and could articulate help me articulate things in my head and everything more than she has like wow. none of the other people have been able to do that that's incredible. Hell yeah, that was dope as and hell. Maybe it's like that difference of perspective because you're you guys are like on the opposite opposite ends of the spectrum. White woman in her mid fifties, right? And yeah. a black man is thirty four. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's exactly what you needed to like. It was level set your thoughts. Oh, yep. that's that's amazing. Yep, I've learned so much. I've learned more about myself over the last six seven months than I feel like I had in the first 33 years of my life (laughs) let me ask how long did it take you to find like the right therapist for you um I mean this is the third therapist I've had and the first two I mean I've learned I still learn from the first two Mm. what they're what it what those special those first two helped me to learn more self-awareness and kind of just knowing like the thoughts in my head trying to decipher through the the thoughts in my head and stuff and realizing we are all we are our, our own worst enemy basically yeah and stuff but this one has really like i've learned like the situations where i've been stubborn it's helped me look i've always thought i look at things from everybody's point of view and mm. i didn't really always like I mean, i've told you about when me and my homegirl got into it and we stopped talking yep. and all of that and while some things are still true, but I didn't look at certain things from her point of view mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's then helped me realize that the way I deal with anxiety and stress is I shut down. Yeah. And I didn't realize that where when I'm when I'm in a moment where I have anxiety or I feel like people don't understand me and then I just don't know what to do, I'll shut down or mm-hmm. shut down and leave. And I look back at there's been incidents with my mother, incidents with one of my close friends that I met in Florida, incidents with that homegirl I was just talking about, mm-hmm. and with my sister where I shut down. Like I'm mad. I don't know how. I don't know how to get out my thoughts. What I want to say. I have 20 million things in my head, and I just shut down and stop talking, and, or just leave or something. Wow. Yeah. So even like at my birthday, I remember it was so funny oh, on, on my, at my birthday or whatever. And we was playing my game that I made. Oh, yes. And then like people. You, that like, is a prime example. And I remember a certain person. We're not going to say her name who we was just talking about, mm-hmm. though. But yep. I remember she was saying something or whatever. And it's like, I was right. But she kept like yep. the whole woman thing. Y'all don't like to admit that y'all wrong. No, hey, 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 y'all hey. I mean, not you, all. Obviously, when I say that, I'm talking about from my experiences. Yeah, I'm talking about... From my experiences, 90% of the women... Who are you hanging out with? What kind of women are you From my mama, my sister, the women I've dated. Can I say this? I don't think family, especially when it comes to parents, I don't think that counts. I don't think that counts. No, especially you'll see as you get older, as an adult, when you might have a disagreement with a parent or something... Parents have to admit when they're wrong as well, though, and have to and should have to apologize. They as well. should, yes, but they and don't always. Just like women should, just apologize. like men also should and apologize. I'm not saying they shouldn't, but I'm just talking about from my experiences with the women I've dealt with, <laughs> and I have more women in my life than men. Okay. So, and also, relationships. My relationships with men are very different. I don't get into most guys aren't getting into it with their boys a whole lot. Probably not. We're not like I haven't. I probably got into it. Chris is the only one to me who ever got 
can't really get into it. And that's just that's He's just like how we brother, are. Though, so that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and that's just how we are. But we talk about it, and both of us will apologize. Yeah, I will tell you, I. The first time I had a woman apologize to me, I was like 28, 29 years Shut old. Shut up. You're lying. No, I'm not exaggerating. I'm You're not lying. lying. I've never had a woman apologize to me until I was like 28, 29 I'm years so old. I'm so sorry for you. I was hooked. That is, that is sad. And so like when men say this a lot, it's a real thing. I, like, and, and I, If I could be frank, I feel like you're one of the only guys I've... And maybe it's just because guys don't come out and always say it. I don't have the same relationship with other guys as I have with you, obviously. Yeah. So maybe that plays a part in it. But I'm like, you are one of the main people that say to, that say that to me, and it blows my mind. Yeah, because I don't, I don't consider myself that type of person. I feel like nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten, I can admit when I'm wrong. In a relationship, because I know what it's t- different. What kind of relationship? Like if it's someone you're dating, you're like a you're in love with you. Mm-hmm. Like a boyfriend. You gotta give me a scenario. You gotta put me. I mean, I gotta be there mentally. It can be like think about uh, think about Mississippi, me and Mississippi Mm -hmm. or whatever, and Mm -hmm. the times we've got into it or whatever. And ridiculous, right? So like, she didn't want to apologize. Like a lot of times when her apologies were, I'm sorry that you took it that way. That is that's not an apology. No, it is not. That's not an apology at all. So in relationships, to answer your question, I. I can apologize, okay. and I will. That's good. Only because, only because, and I think it's primarily because at certain points, or even when you get in like disagreements with someone, and you can see that your points, your point of views aren't going to align, mm-hmm. rather than continuing to argue, correct, I'd rather just be like, you know what? Okay, you believe what you believe. I believe There's what no I believe. There's no point in keep going. I'd rather not have us butt heads. Correct, right and I think I'd rather us have peace. And that's our- a lot of times how men think where. So I, I, I'm not going to act like I think apologizing is hard for humans, period. Yeah. It's hard for humans, period. But a lot of times men will go ahead and apologize to keep the peace. Mm. I'm sorry. Damn. Or something. Like, <laughs> like, that is true. But I remember telling, telling Chris about <laughs> Mississippi. Exactly. Think about like when Mississippi, I was always apologizing. And it wasn't no, I'm sorry. Damn. It was like, my bad. I'm sorry. Blah, blah, mm. blah. Just to keep the peace. And I remember Chris telling me, bro, that's not healthy or good at all. No. Because and still in my head, I'm still frustrated and frustrated. And in some moment, I'm going to blow up. And that's exactly what would happened after after fucking four days <laughs> of just i'm sorry shit damn sorry i'm sorry just right, i'm four sorry days. and then finally it's like all right motherfucker damn like it turns into <laughs> something you. like but but yeah like so i'm I, I, yeah i haven't had a lot of women that i've experienced that like apologize i wrote i remember one day i got on facebook on my status it was like man how old was you the first time a woman apologized to you? No, you did and, not. And You're so such a tr- this, internet troll. But this is how you know it's like really a thing because all the women was getting there apologize. What is that? Like all the women was no. like, yes. all the women was like, what's an apology? Stop. And blah, blah, blah. And then I, all the men was like, they was like 19, 22, Y'all keep in track. All, yes. Wow. Because I'm, I remember being shocked that this chick apologized to me. I was like, "Wow!" I didn't know what to, I was like. You want something to eat? Like, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Are you, are you sure? Like, are you sure you're sorry? I'm not wrong because I'm <laughs> dealing with women. I always just feel like I'm wrong, no matter what. I'm wow. always just wrong. Well, you are. So, no, see, <laughs> see, see, see. Apology? <laughs> what is what? that? No, I'm kidding. I'm but kidding. like, and then so oh. when I'm talking about my birthday. I remember after that, whatever, because you have the one part of me how I deal with those yes. situations and shut down. You, you did but shut then, down. Right. And so, but that's something I... 
You're I can remember feeling like that I did. I also was drunk too, though. Yeah. But I've yeah. also done that before. And when it's funny, the men in there that was married and in relationships coming over there like, hey, bro, you know, you just got to let it go, bro. Like, and I remember one of them was like, hey, wow. you, he said, you know my wife. You, you, you know, whatever, <laughs> he, said, he said, you know, she a firecracker. Oh, yeah. He said, so, She's funny. he said, so is it. it worth it? He said, think about mm-hmm. it. Is it actually worth it? Or is it easier just to let it go? Yeah. And he said, it's not that you're like apologizing for nothing. He said, it's not even apologizing. You're just like, all right, you got it. Yeah. And just let it go. And I remember I looked over to old girl mm-hmm. and I was like, you got it. You right. And she goes, thank you. And just <laughs> And she's a special case. She is. Let's, she is let's though. be real. She is. She's but a still, special case. He was like, "Hey, bro, like, you just gotta let it go, bro. Yeah, like, it's just, it's, yeah. is it really worth it? Like, you want the peace, and that's how a lot of times men come. And I think, and I don't want to be like women are more emotional. We're men and women mm-hmm. are emotional in different ways. We are. That's like, true. we're emotional because men hold it in so much, it comes out. Is when niggas do crazy shit. And that's why niggas and I ain't gonna say that's why men do that's not why men that's do crazy That's why you're stuff. all insane. But like I ain't gonna blame them like men that end up hurting the woman and all that on because yeah. they hold it all in. But that's why we end up blowing up a lot of times because especially with mm-hmm. I think my generation might be one of the last generations that was taught this that men just hold your feelings in or whatever. I think my generation is the first generation where now we're being more comfortable being vulnerable and stuff not all of them but our, I think our generation is the first because I was I wouldn't talk to open up and be vulnerable yeah. and stuff that's only I didn't start doing that until I was probably like 26 27 years old probably, probably like wow. 20, 28 around that time wow. when I first started doing therapy around like 28 because mm. We was talking growing up. They're like therapy. Just go to church. Just, just go pray. To church. Just pray. Just pray. I'm Come like, well, God's. I was, God's probably like, nigga, go to therapy. Yeah. You, God's like, bro, talk to somebody. You That's keep why praying to me here. all the time. Yeah. God's probably like, hey, this nigga go praying. To Giving me. you all the signs to go to therapy. Bruh. He's trying to ads popping up on your phone. <laughs> and you like, yo, help God's me. like, he's nigga, like, I'm trying. Go to therapy. Yeah, facts. And so I, I was never like, you think therapy is just laying on the couch and. All that, but but you they we was told that you just got to pray about it. Yeah, just pray about it, and you need therapy is basically somebody teaching you how to articulate your feelings. Because I've realized from doing podcasts, mm. therapy, and all that, sometimes you just be quiet and let the other person talk. And I saw that with my therapist, especially this last this one, where we'll be talking about something, and then I'm finished talking, and she's just sitting there. Not saying a word. So then I feel like I guess I should have to say something. Because she's really not saying anything. Right. She's letting me. It's like she's allowing you to get through all your thoughts and be like, do you have something else you want to say? And then I throw something else in there and I'm like, oh, I didn't realize I felt that way. Wow. And that's basically what it is. It's, they're not telling you how to how you're supposed to feel or anything. They're allowing you to get to a place mm-hmm. where you can articulate how you feel and understand how you feel and I, the, that's why I was shut down and blow up and all that because I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to decipher my feelings. Right. I didn't know how to articulate my feelings. I knew I felt a way, but I didn't know how to explain why I felt that way or explain my actual feelings. And that's 
like especially common American because we resort straight to violence and anger oh, yeah. to explain our feelings all the time and we shouldn't like I just saw a video of a girl on Twitter who found that her boyfriend was cheating with like her friend or something at a restaurant Tough. and she's just run, but she but she was just running back and forth yelling and stuff jumping up and down and she looked like the fool because yeah. her boyfriend and the other girls just sitting there chilling like her friends are sitting there basically like is she gonna chill out so we can get wow. back to dinner or something but she's looking like a dummy because she didn't know how to decipher her feelings and articulate process it. Her emotions. She could not she could not process her emotions. Mm. And the average human cannot process their emotions. That's why people that's why you get on social media every day and there's a video of some chick wilding out beating up on her boyfriend or beating yep. up the other girl or a dude hitting his chick, people mm. running over people, people in traffic. You you have a someone that just cuts you off and then you end up shooting them. For what? Like why like was you, it that serious? You're ready to go to jail for thirty five years. To someone cut you cut you off and try you you will end i don't know if people really de- like you kill somebody their life is Gone. done like they're it's not here anymore them. and then you're going to jail for the next 30 to 60 years yeah like you're gonna probably die in jail depending on how old you are you're gonna miss everything because we don't know how to decipher our feelings wow. we end relationships because we can't decipher our feelings we we allow mm. arguments to end our relationships because we can't decipher our feelings Wow. And it's so stupid. That is a that is a word it's right dumb. there. We allow arguments to end our relationships because we can't decipher our feelings. Yes, it's dumb. It's really dumb if you think about wow. it. And so many people are comfortable with not deciphering their feelings. Like, I'll get because on Twitter. I think sorry, got, sorry to it. cut you off, but I feel like you're not really ever taught to. Mo- most of us aren't, but. We used to make fun of the rich white kids that's in therapy at nine years old. We used to crack that's probably jokes good. about them. That's yes. good if they were. They should be. And you, but you know what? I'm the man. My, home my kids is, are gonna be in therapy. Hell yeah! If I can afford it, yeah, they're, gonna, right. they're gonna be in yes. therapy and like once a month or something yeah. at a young age because it makes sense. Me and one of my homeboys was talking about like people who are like only child, only children, mm-hmm. or whatever. A lot of them had so much time to themselves as kids that they understand themselves quicker than people who had siblings and stuff. Wow. Because like, I think about my experience. I had a sibling. I had a lot of cousins and everything. Same. I don't remember growing up being by myself that often. Not a whole lot. Never. I yeah. don't think I, I don't think I ever was. I'm in a similar situation to you. Yeah. I, it wasn't Two brothers, often. cousins, so many of us all yep. around each other. Your cousins are like siblings. Y'all yeah. together all the time. You're having fun. Shout out all to the that. Time. Oh, dope. yeah. It was a great... No regrets. But, but you have a point. Yep. When It wasn't until I moved to Florida as an adult at 25, I think, when mm. I moved to Florida that it was the first time I had time with my own thoughts. Like, growing up, like, even in college and grad school and everything, all the thoughts in my head was really my mama, my daddy, my sister, Everybody my family. <laughs> like, none of it was actually me. I just, whatever they taught me, that's what I went with. Yeah. That's just what I went with. So, finally went, and then, even in college, my apartment was the place everybody always came to. Uh, you know, I'm the social dude where everyone's always coming over to the house and stuff. So, I was never really by myself with my own thoughts. Yeah. And when I got to Florida, I didn't know nobody. So my first couple months, just you. I'm going to work and coming straight home and nigga, just me. <laughs> and my first, I think two, my first two to three weeks, I didn't have cable. Yeah. Uh, my first week, I didn't have Wi-Fi and I didn't even have so all my it's furniture. just you. It was just me. I didn't apartment. even have all my furniture because my family was bringing the rest of my furniture down wow. like two or three weeks later. So I would get home. That's when I started cooking a whole lot more because I didn't have nothing else to do. Yeah. So I started, that's when I first like was really, really cooking. And then I remember just watching like, this is how, I, and this was only 2014, like not crazy yeah. long ago, but 
I was just watching DVDs. Ain't nobody yep. watching fucking DVDs anymore, no. though, which is crazy. But I was just watching <laughs> Fresh Prince. Reruns. D- Fresh Prince days. and Seinfeld and Friends DVDs. You like every- Seinfeld? I love some Seinfeld and Friends. Oh, wow. But you know, I love the white sitcoms. I was getting made fun of for that. King you of do. Queens, Seinfeld. King of Queens, the cartoon? No, King of Queens is a show. Remember the, oh, the I'm fat the- white dude? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Paul Blart. Mall yeah, Cop Paul Blart, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of what is that show? It's like this. Oh, never mind. Doesn't even matter. Okay. White guy. He's wearing glasses. A little cartoon show. It kind of is like a cartoon sitcom. We'll have to figure that out on the break. We'll, we'll figure, figure that out on the break. <laughs> but but yeah, it's I had all that time to myself for the first time, mm. and that's I started listening to podcasts and just listening to so many different types of stuff too. Yeah. Listening to different kind of music. So. That was the first time I really started understanding myself, actually, at 25, 26 years old. Because I didn't have my mother and my sister and my father's voices constantly in my head telling me what I'm supposed to think, what I'm supposed to believe in, and yeah. just everything. Then being away from everybody that I grew up with, because now I'm in a place where I'm around people from totally different cultures. They may be mm. black, but black in South Florida and Florida is very different than what I grew up around with in Louisville. Yeah. That's very different. Then I'm around Hispanics, mm. Haitians, Jamaicans, Asians. Growing up, I was really just around white people, black people, a couple Hispanics here and there. And that's it. I, that's pretty much all. Like, I was pre- and then I'm pretty much around like outside of school, middle class, poor, Christian, black folk, church yeah. black folk. That's all I was around. So I had no one there to challenge my beliefs at all because you guys are all in the same we all level. think the same group think yeah we all think the exact same even when we get to college my whole friend group was pretty much black folk yeah a couple white people that i was cool with here and there but everybody's like church going folk too yeah it's not like there was muslims and atheists in my groups and whatever it's like all of us still group and then think that same like-mindedness yeah. and even in college yeah. everybody was from around cincinnati kentucky tennessee like georgia like all pretty much the same type of folk mm-hmm. so i had no one to challenge my ideas and wow. beliefs until i got to florida and started working in florida state wow i think that's probably the greatest one of the greatest parts about me moving from california to boston yeah for or to massachusetts was i was now in a community where i knew absolutely nobody yep you got to step out your, you no step out your box and your comfort zone. Out of my little bubble. And I went nuts. My, <laughs> my freshman summer, I went absolutely nuts. Um, the summer before your freshman the year? The summer before my okay. freshman year, because we had to be there for practice and yeah. whatnot. I was just like, I, I felt like my eyes were finally wide open yeah. to any possibility. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is insane. Way I more didn't, white people, too. Way more <laughs> white people. I'm coming from Los Angeles and not, like I tell you all the time, not the Hollywood version, not the right. Beverly Hills. I'm coming from Nipsey Hussle. So actually where people live. Where and people live. Where people and live. We, this is just my life. This yeah. is just how we, you know, um, not what you're seeing on TV or not what they put on TV. It's I like real say. quick, my bad, but you it's like real you. quick. It's like the same thing with Atlanta. Like living in Atlanta is not the same thing from what y'all see on social media in no. Atlanta because us, we're not going out every fucking weekend. We actually no. go to work and we get tired yes. on weekends and we just want to chill out with people we kick it with. Yeah. And we're not, it's not all-star game every weekend. Every It's not twerking weekend. on top of cars and turn up brunches every weekend. <laughs> Lemon pepper wings. That's not, yeah, that's not every Thursday through Sunday. No. But yeah. No. Um, but yeah, that was, I think that was the, one of the most like character defining moments for me. And, but even with that, college is an experience where you're constantly surrounded by people. Yes. So like, even, even All though I was away man, from my yeah. family and I was around people who think thought differently. You're still it, around people. I'm still around 
thousands of people <laughs> at any given time. And and I also had my teammates there. So I was constantly around them. So there were different kinds of different types of groupthink that were being kind of yeah. like thrown into me, if that makes sense. But it's thoughts all the time. From all people. the time from people. So this summer when I have to move in by myself, this is at 25. Whoa. This is going to be like the first time ever that it, I will literally go to work, come home. And it's just going to be Lauren. And it kind of scares me a little bit. Yeah. Not that different. I'm not the type of person that I'm comfortable being by myself, but I, I feel like that's only because in the back of my mind, I know someone's always coming. I'm like, oh, I can kick it out of my apartment for two, three hours because my best friend's coming or home. she and, might be gone for this weekend, but yeah, she'll, she'll be back Monday or yeah. something. Yeah. There, no one is coming for me. Yep. It's just going to be me. And I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready the, for that. Uh, the unknown is always fearful, though. Yeah. It's, the unknown is always a little scary. Yeah. No matter what, like, if you don't know about something, it's... It's like like if you're driving on a road that you've never been on and it's nighttime, mm-hmm. you drive a little bit slower. Yeah. You drive slower. But when it's you get off of work and it's the way you drive all the time, especially here in Atlanta, niggas is going Whipping 80 and it. 60. Oh, yeah. Because you know the roads. You know oh, what yeah. traffic is normally like at this time. All of that. But if you're going to a friend's house you've never been and then you stay later than you thought and now you're leaving when it's dark, you're driving... It might the the uh, miles per hour the uh, the speed limit is sixty, mm-hmm. but you might be going fifty six, yeah, fifty five, just because you don't know the roads and it's I don't dark. Know where I am, yep. yeah, and that's the unknown is different. So, but <clears throat> I think twenty five, road twenty five is where I first started living on alone all alone too. Well, actually, yeah. it probably was like twenty four, cause sorry, yeah, hiccups. Uh oh. And I be liquor gives me the hiccups sometimes, which is crazy. Because you're drinking tequila, warm tequila. No room Straight. temperature. I like, but you know, I, I like so my liquor room temperature. How? I don't like cold alcohol unless it's in a drink. That I, is. That's why I hate when people will come over to me and they put my liquor in the freezer. Oh, I hate that. That's I hate cold the best. Liquor. No, it's nasty. Why do you like? It already burns. And like that was just bite. a oh my god! Like bite, like I like my women to have a bite to them. Oh god! I, like I hope bite. your women don't have a bite to them. <laughs> so, talking about dating, dating apps in Atlanta, in Atlanta specifically, mm-hmm. I don't think that it's like no good guys, no good chicks on there, blah blah blah. It's hard to find someone that meshes with your, like with with you. With who you are, like meshes with your personality. Online or in general? On, probably in general, but specifically online or whatever. Because it's online is just a small little window into somebody, or whatever. So if y'all yeah. writing back and forth for like two weeks, and then finally go out, and then you go out with them and realize they're cool, but it's not like that. And then you feel like well, I just wasted two weeks and yeah, twenty dollars. <laughs> not <laughs> so, twenty dollars. Like, twenty dollars on drinks. Oh and, gosh. Like it's like it's so it's. Yeah, I, but I will say, as a, I've said this before, as a straight black man in Atlanta that mm-hmm. dates black women, yeah. that and I don't have any kids and I don't live with my parents and I'm not a, a rapper. Like, you get a lot of likes. I get yeah, I get a lot of women that are interested yeah. and want to see. Oh, let's see what he's hitting for. <laughs> I can just imagine if I was like six one, I'd really be It'd be a rap for you. Well, huh? I tell you, I'd really be out here if I was six one. Shoot. Oh my god! But yes. Yeah, it's easier to find like interesting applicants mm-hmm. at who I am because I'm a straight black man in Atlanta that has his head on his shoulders, makes a has a good career, <clears throat> makes good money type of stuff. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's easy for me to find a woman that meshes well with me that I actually want to consistently date. Mm. So dating is just fucking weird. See, I feel like I have we're in the opposite. We're on like two different sides, right? I'm we're in different boats. Cause I feel like 
educated black women in Atlanta are a dime a dozen. Now, I feel like it's a lot of y'all. There are. I said, a, wait, did I misuse that term? Yeah, dime a dozen means there's not a lot of y'all. Oh, I thought that. <laughs> meant that they were. No. I thought that we were everybody. <laughs> You're lying. No. I've been using that wrong. That's why I don't need to say saying. I've been getting there. Since I moved down here, I've been trying out different sayings. <laughs> Needle in a haystack. I've been trying out different. It's not for me. So anyway. you thought a diamond a dozen means I thought a diamond a dozen everywhere. means you're everywhere. No. Cause, but that makes sense to me. No, a diamond a dozen <laughs> means like to be Lebr- uh, LeBron James, that's a diamond a dozen right there. That doesn't happen often. But the, logically, it doesn't make sense to me. I I'm guess. about to Google the saying, actually. Yeah, Google the saying. Because if you're a dime a dozen, <laughs> there's always going to be ten, cent, 10 of something in a oh, dozen, right? I've been using it wrong by ah, We got him. We got him. Wait a minute. A dime a dozen uh, is very common very, and of no particular come value. Come on, now. Damn, I've been using it yeah. my, my whole life. 35 years. Down the drain. First of all, 34. 34 Do not half. try to add an extra here. 34 and two months. Because I feel like 34 and 35 sound totally different. That's how I feel about 24 and 25. Oh, yeah. When I turned 25, I was like, I'm 24 really... 24 is like you're still a college student. Yes. Sentence, but 25, you're an adult finally. I'm an adult, yep. well, an old woman. Geriatric. Hey, bro. I really... You've been, been you've been using it wrong. I'm damn. glad we figured that out. Because I've been saying You always make fun of me for my sayings, though. I do. I probably got that from you and probably. just thought you were using it. I don't know. I don't know. That's that. so funny. Anyways. Anyway, so. I'm a dime a dozen. Not, no. Black educated women in Atlanta. It's a lot of y'all. Dime a dozen. It's a lot of y'all. There are. Yep. So then it's like... With money. Add that part in. With, 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 a, with a nice income. With a very nice income. With a comfortable income. income. So I'm like, ah... Uh, Men have, like, the world's your oyster. Really? So when I'm on dating apps and I'm swiping, I'm like, wow, what are the what are the odds he actually, one, want to communicate with me because he wants to get to know me versus just what? Yeah. But that's a whole other situation. But you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And that's always a thought in the back of my mind. Yep. Talking to this guy now. He's like, I want to see you tonight. I said, why tonight? How, I just, long, how long have y'all been in... Well, communicating. we've been off and on communicating for about a year. Okay. Off and on. And I mean, when we're off, it's like months. I've been there with And then when we're on, it's like, it's like instant though. I will tell you, that's how me in Mississippi was. Mm. I don't know if that's always good because any woman that I've been like that with where when we start talking, we be talking. Yeah. And when we don't talk, we don't dead talk. Dead silent. It and never, none of those silent. have ever been great. Was never really? good for me. None of those ever ended well. Ever. Mm. None of those. And it can be mop in, it can be her in, well, no matter what. It's always I'm, something. No, I, I get that. I think I'm more tempted to give it one more chance because this most recent time it happened was on my end for sure. And it, it, was, and it was for a long period of Guess time. Guess what? I said the same thing oh, the last no. time I was with Mississippi, and you saw how that ended. I don't think that's over. Shit. I don't think that's over. Shit. I think, <laughs> I think there's more there that no, we're going to cover. She'll pop back up soon. No. Mm-hmm. She might pop up in somebody else's life, but not in uh, Willie Southside's not life. Not in Willie Jean's. I am good on that shit. I don't... Mm-mm. She no. brings out the worst of me. Yeah, she... You were a little different when she was here. 
I don't need anyone that brings out the worst of me. No, you don't. We do not mesh well. I'm not saying she's a horrible person. She's a great person. We just, I don't know if she's a great person, but. Okay. Well, I thought she was pretty. I thought she was a great person. You two are great on your own, right? What Sometimes, what do I mean? We're great on our own. You got, I said you're great on your own. Uh, great on our own. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like you guys are both two mm-hmm. like amazing people on your own. It's I don't really know her that well, obviously. Um, but it seems that way. And you're probably right. You guys probably just weren't as compatible as you thought you would have been. Mm-hmm. We Mostly on her end. She's, we said six days together, yeah. too. Yeah, she's funny. Mm. She's a funny person. I remember just leaving, going to Target and walking around and staying for longer just so I didn't have to... Stop! Man, I had to go to Target for to get something. Mm. And I'm like... I stayed there longer and just walked around so I didn't have to come back to her. Wow. I was... Red flag. You should have kicked her out that bro, night. She had, see, she had nowhere to go. Mm. She Wow. You're a really nice person. I'm too nice. You really are. I'm too nice sometimes. That, you really are. I'm like... I cannot imagine that. That I'm a nice person? No. Uh, <laughs> I can't imagine. I you can't imagine that. that. Putting up with some bullshit like For, that? Yes. When you... In your own... In your own space. In my own space. I, oh my god wow like, you're a really good person it even turned into when she would good go to bed you. I'm standing out here on the couch and like I think I'm missing me time I'm just watching these sports highlights and I remember I'm in the kitchen mm. on my phone and my phone I guess was pretty loud I didn't realize it she comes in there what are you doing in here your phone's so loud come to bed or something please turn that come down to bed or something she wanted you to go to bed oh my yeah cause when I fall asleep in the she come in there and you need are you coming to bed she came in there wake oh, me up to tell me to come sweet. to bed that's sweet she likes to like that's sweet she though. likes to cuddle the entire night though and, and I you just, don't like I just don't like it I can't sleep all night I like think there's that. something wrong with people who don't like to cuddle that doesn't even make sense why not but why would just because someone doesn't like to cuddle all night does not mean something's wrong with them. It just means they're different from you. But I feel like because someone can say right. someone that needs to be held all night. There's something wrong with them. They got some that's attachment probably, issues. And you know what? And you, I would say to you, that's probably a fair assumption. Because and then like my arm is tired. It hurts. You land on all fucking. Maybe not asleep. all night, but at least like before you fall asleep. <sighs> No. Maybe I've been single for so long. I just I don't like touching at all at night. Like, <laughs> if I could find the perfect relationship, we'd sleep in different rooms. Different I would love rooms? that. I would love. What is the that. point of even being in a, the relationship? That's not. First of all, well, no. Okay, okay. Wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> uh, before you even do that, let me rephrase. Okay. Why would you want to sleep in different rooms? So I can just sleep by myself and have my alone time. You don't want to sleep with the love of your life? Maybe I just ain't had the love of my life then. Maybe, Maybe it'll not. change. Maybe the opinion will change. Maybe so. Maybe so. Different but I haven't met a woman yet where I'm like, man, I just want to be up under her all night. Wow. I ain't had that yet, so. Oh, wow. Matter of fact, let's have separate houses. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, let's not even get married. Let's leave a, let's Matter of fact, let's no. not even go no, on No, let's dates. get married, but let's live across the street from one another. Why do, you, why do you need so much space? And it might be a good thing. It might be a good thing. I don't say that to, like, it just. But it also matters because I've had my own space for so long. Like, I've been single for... I've just had... All my relationships over the last 10 years have been situationships. I was going to say, do you consider situationships relationships? I don't know. Even if they're like s- exclusive, situationship is not exclusive. 
Mm. It's like you, okay, then situ- we have different definitions. Yeah, a situation ship isn't exclusive. That's to me, you. Yeah, but they, me, sometimes they can be. I feel like them. That's a fucking relationship. But without the label, it's not. Situation ship is a label as well. All of these are fucking labels. Yes, but you could be. Have you never? Let me. I'm trying to think. Have you never been in a situation? That's what I'll call it. In a situation where you're talking to someone for let's say three to six months at a time and they don't define their well I guess typically in our society men would define their relationship so maybe not but I've been in situations where I've been with a guy talking to a guy for three to six months and he does not define the relationship during the talking though are y'all physical yes <laughs> you <laughs> yes so during those yes. you're also physical mm-hmm. and you probably talk damn near every day yes that's a fucking relationship. And it's exclusive. It, and it's and exclusive. It's exclusive, but there's That's no, a relationship. But there's do you go out, no do y'all go out? label on but it. But do y'all go but out? But there's no label Hold on it. Hold on, no. But do, y'all go, do y'all go out in public? Occasionally. Just because y'all didn't put a label on it doesn't mean anything because then if you mm, if so you see, if you find out he's messing with someone I'm be pissed. Think that's a relationship. Y'all but, just just because you don't put a label on it doesn't mean you, you you have all the characteristics. All the characteristics of a relationship. Sure. Right? You have all the characteristics. That's basically just. But I think that's the way that our this generation is though. And that's why everything is so fucked up. It is fucked because up. people we don't let labels define us. Yeah, but I don't like. I want a it's label. Fine, it's fine. Claim me. But, no, I'm saying, but it's fine. <laughs> Don't have the labels and it's all not that. It's fine for me. No, I'm just no. I'm just listen. It's fine. Don't have all the labels and everything. But you're acting as if it's a relationship, yeah. though. So it doesn't matter if you put a label on it. You're acting as if it's a relationship because the moment he sees you out with a guy at the movies or something, or you post a picture of a guy hugging you from behind, kiss you on the cheek, yeah. or you find out that he's having sex with someone on your team or something yeah one you're gonna be pissed so it is a relationship like just because you're not you don't have the certificate as marriage or whatever but y'all niggas and live together for 10 years and have two you're kids. practically married y'all like what like what's it called in la uh common uh oh my gosh i know exactly common law marriage it or, might be common law common something there's something like that like, i know exactly what you mean if you're living together for a certain period of time yeah you pretty much Nigga, y'all fucking married <laughs> and that's how it should be everywhere what is it called common law marriage is it really a legally recognized marriage between two people who have not purchased a marriage license or had their marriage uh permanent by a certain by a ceremony wow yeah common law marriage like so it's literally even in the law like wow. just because like you know how many people i've known like from friends they're talking about their parents were More you know were boyfriend girlfriend like my ex-girlfriend oh, her uncle and his significant other mm-hmm. they had three kids together two of them graduated from college never got married and they lived together for 20 nigga are y'all doing? are married but why but why don't they just get married right and then when she found out he was met had a girlfriend or something he moved down to the basement he moved to the basement and they broke up so he lived downstairs you gotta and she go. lived upstairs <laughs> you gotta get all the like, way out bro, like y'all are married so mm-hmm. we can talk about these labels no y'all don't have to have a label that's fine but when you're acting as if you are this then it you, doesn't matter if you, it, I, can, I can go to work I can go to this building yeah. every day and perform the actions of a person who is an operations coordinator or facilities director yeah. and not have the title. But if they pay me 
like that, and I perform all the responsibilities, nigga, I'm a facilities director. <laughs> like, I'm a facilities director. I, I see what you're saying. It's, it's but the I, same I thing. I think that relationships are slightly... I mean, obviously, this is a loose comparison. It is a loose... But I, I, I get your point. I do. I do. I don't know how we got here. It, like, it doesn't matter if you don't put a label on this shit. You was talking about the guy you was talking to for three to six months. And yeah. That's basically a relationship. Basically... It's a relationship enough that when you find out one or the other are messing with someone else, you're going to be upset and of your course. feelings are hurt. So of that's course. but then if, but if, then what's in the back of my mind and this is because of this the times that we're living in is this if there's no label on it then you can't be upset, right? Yes, you you can. can't be upset. You can't tell somebody I'm how not, to feel though. No, you can't. You can't tell somebody how to feel. Feelings, but you get what I'm saying. It's you like can't tell yourself how to feel. No, you can't also. <laughs> but if the relationship isn't defined and I go out and I sleep with somebody else. He really, I'm. What am I to you? You know what I mean. Basically, I'm not. I'm not your girlfriend. So, you but, know. But and that, but you, I'm not saying that's the way I think. Are, you technically, technically are. You so But you, that's the way this generation is working. Is yeah, what I'm and that's saying. and that's why everything's so fucked up. It is. So, the whole not put a look. The only way that can work. The young lady that me and her have sex every once in a while. Mm-hmm. We don't, but we don't talk every day. We're not texting every morning. We're not going out. We know when one of us hit each other up, she's just coming over for us to have some good conversation, have some drinks, and have sex and laugh. And then one of us is going to go back home. Yeah. We're not performative. Like it's a relate. We're not performing like it's a relationship. You're not so we're not like. Instagram. So yeah, it's not about a yeah. label with that. Like it's not about a label. The only time people say we're not putting a label on this is because they want to make sure that if they go out and do something else, they're basically telling you you can't get mad if I do this because we didn't put a label on it. Yeah, that's all that is. But when you have an understanding, me and her have an understanding. She comes over, we eat, we laugh, we drink, we have sex. She might fall asleep over here, and then she leaves the next morning, and then we might not talk for two or three weeks. Wow. And we're on the same fucking page. We're not having a... I wish life was on. that simple. Yeah, but people let their feelings get involved because involved because they start acting like it's a relationship. Me and her are not acting like it's a relationship. Yeah. We're not, and then, so I don't but have see, to, to be me, like, hey, let's not put a label on this. Right. But to me, that's a clearly defined line. You're not texting every day. So that makes sense to me. And that's where y'all fuck up because y'all be acting like it's a relationship. But if you, but okay, but also y'all fuck up or y'all fuck with us mentally. I'm not saying y'all as in saying women. I'm saying y'all as in people who get in the, yeah, I'm not talking about. Well, then you're talking to me. For me, I'm not talking about a man and woman thing. I'm talking about people who get involved in these relationships Mm. and then say, let's not put a label on it because men and women all do the same thing. They do, yeah. Like sometimes a woman is the one that says, let's not put a label on it. Sometimes it's the man that says, let's not yeah. put a label on it. And that's where they fuck, because a man can fall for you, a woman can fall for you, and that's the problem. Me and her have a clear... Um, a clear... Understanding. Understanding mm-hmm. of what this is. Yeah. Like, any woman, like, all my situationships that I've had, yeah, all of us have had a clear understanding of what it was. We didn't have to talk about it, because it never was... We have sex and then we're talking all day the next three days and stuff. Yeah. Or, or she's coming over and we're eating dinner. I got the lights low and candles lit and I got her a gift or something. I'm not. We're not texting each other good morning and stuff. The romance aspect yes, isn't we're really not at, there. Like, we know that it's it's friendship and sex. Yeah. So that's why when I when I say I can have sex with my homegirls, mm. like I I say it jokingly, but I really have and can because 
we clearly know, like, hey, we're just having sex and laughing and joking around and having a good time. Yeah. There's nothing more. I've le- I've legit never had a problem with my situationships. Wow. That were that either one of and maybe maybe there have been a time the woman has been confused. I can't speak for him. But yeah. I've never had a woman we've never gotten into arguments. Like any woman that I'm having sex with mm-hmm. and that kind of situation ship, we've never gotten like arguments about things wow. or anything it's just been that's a healthy situationship cool. yes i've had I, you. my situationships have been healthier than my relationships that is sad <laughs> so just it's good sad. It's, it's good and sad it's good but healthy sad. situationships sad fucked up relationships yeah. and that's where the whole therapy and mental health part comes in on the there relationship part there you go and that's why i'm working on the situationship shit I got that handled. I'm good over figure there. Figure that one out. <laughs> I figured that shit. That shit easy. Right. Like when people be confused and struggling, I'm like, why are they struggling? This shit is easy. Why it's they hard? I don't like. Mm. This, I just don't understand it. Must be nice. That's why I've been able to where my homegirls can send me naked pictures and it's nothing more than just naked pictures. Wow. It's nothing more than just naked pictures. Oh man. I, I totally recognize that. I am different. And I'm not a guy that so I'm different from these other niggas. But I actually am different. You are, you are different. I wouldn't be sitting here if you weren't. Right. Because sure. women feel comfortable around me. Yeah. And stuff. So it's different. All right. We're going to take a break. I thought my And uh, we'll be right back. All right, so we're back. Uh, we <laughs> never we breaks. never introduced the homie actually. Do you um, have like an intro? Yeah, I have an intro. Normally I do, but let's hear it. Can we? Do oh, it's like music. Intro? So my intro is you hear liquor pouring into oh, a glass. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, that. You remember that? I've, you heard, yeah, 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 yeah. We back to another hour of the chicken and liquor hour. Yeah. We got the homie L Boogie in the building. Straight out of LA, nigga. West Coast, best Straight coast. Straight out of LA. Um, all right, we got a segment called uh, Top Five, starting five. Oh my gosh. Um, we getting into segments? So, normally we do. We just had great conversation early on, so I just I let know. it roll. Wow, look at, roll. So, look, at, look at us. So, look at us. Look at us. Um, so, <laughs> we're doing guns. starting five, top five. Of what? Um, I, I got you. I'm about to name oh, it. Oh, thanks. Since you're from LA. Yes, sir. Um, your top five LA personalities. Personality. Listen, so your top five LA, you can name your favorite LA Lakers, people from LA, LA rappers. If you got to build five, oh, I see what five you mean. people, five of your favorite LA athletes, people. people, whatever, personalities from LA. Do they have to be alive still? Mm-mm. Everybody thinks I'm going to say Kobe Bryant, but I'm not. Oh, okay. Um, Top five LA people. This is tough. Okay. Can I explain why? Yes. There are a lot of transplants that come to LA. Correct. Who come and then they grow into stardom. So and if I could name like people. Like Shaq and Kobe. Like Shaq Literally and Kobe. Literally them. Literally them. So I'm like, I can't even name them because I don't think No, that you they... can't. No, those are LA personalities. They don't have to be born from oh, okay. LA. Okay, okay. It's that, fine. That, 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 they are really LA though. They, they are. are. Yeah. They are. They, they put that work in. Anyone that's put did. that work in they in def- LA. They most that's definitely 20 did. years of, <laughs> of hard work. Especially Kobe. It's 20 years of I mean Magic well, Johnson. Well, it's and tears. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me name my people. Sorry. Um Nipsey Hustle. Nipsey Hustle. I wanna go. Mm, I like the game a lot. I used to so woman, well, so what I thought was funny is so uh 
recurring guest that's been here, uh, Dr. Clark. Everybody knows Ducori, mm. the black history professor. Dr. Clark. Uh, he said this one time, and it's so true. Like, the game is top five people who should just not tweet again. Jeez. Because because like we love like he's made some dope music. Yeah. But every time he tweets, it's like, oh, bro, shut just quit talking. Yeah. Like him and Meek Mill should just not Meek talk. Meek Mill does not him, need Twitter. Meek Mill, Kanye, they should just not talk again. On because social media. Every tweet is like, I don't know if I fuck this nigga anymore. Yeah. Like just shut it like even T.I. has started becoming Every time he says something, he's a, he's a lot. Like so, yeah. it's like he the game. Ti, Meek Mill, Kanye, all of them are up there. It's like if y'all just don't talk, we will love y'all. Yeah, but y'all just keep saying some stupid shit. <laughs> all but the, time. the game has one of my favorite rap albums of all time, the documentary. Yeah, I grew up That's, listening to the game. that. But I that came my out dad when his mom. that came out my senior year of high, my junior year of high school. No, senior year of high school because that came out fall '05. I was not alive. okay. You don't have to talk about. I wasn't how born. That's crazy. <laughs> you was definitely born in That's 05. Wild. Get out of 05, here. 05, where was I? I was in third grade. Oh, my gosh. Second grade? I should have been in second. I was in third. All right. I said Nipsey Hustle the game. Lisa Leslie. Okay. Um, Shout out. First woman to dunk in a basketball game. Come on. Um, I got Kobe Bryant. I like Kobe a lot. You just said Shush. people think I'm going to say Kobe, but yeah, I'm not. Because he wasn't born there, but he oh, did. Okay. He definitely. You put that blood, sweat, and tears in. The fifth slot. This is not in any order. This is just five people. This is tough. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with my mom. I'm putting okay, her in there. Okay, we'll shout out. Why? I'm putting her in there. Why? I mean, um, I, it's your mama. It's my mother. That's my mother, <laughs> born and raised in South Central Los Angeles. Her story is just incredible to me, so that's why. What's and her story? I'm not. I, I'm, I can't. I don't have her permission to, to tell it. Your mama hood. No comment. So that means she obviously is. Who's some honorable mention L.A. folk? Honorable mention L.A. people. Dom Kennedy, Kendrick Lamar, YG. I'm going all rappers. I know. Um, Dom, well, let's go. Let's hold on. on Dom Kennedy. Uh-oh. He doesn't get the appreciation he deserves. Slept on. I love One some. might say. Slept on. I love some because obviously I will rec- totally recognize. Lyrically, he's not like. He's not a great like, <laughs> but the vibe that he the vibe that he sets, sets when yes. you play his music. I just want to pull the grill out, Here's barbecue, kickback action, and play some cards. Yeah, and just enjoy life. I think he is like his music sets the tone for like what the like real a- L A people are like. Like his music represents the vibe of just chill as real L A real Los Angeles people yeah. which is why it's people so hard born and raised born and raised yeah. it's so hard for me to like rank my top five personalities because the people I love the most are people who are just like regular people that no one would know yeah but I love them anyways and a lot of flannels oh I don't understand the word it's like it's hot and y'all be wearing flannels it's that's crazy it's not as hot as you think it is but Unless okay, it's like well, summer. for me, I it's get probably, high easily, so it's just wild fair. that I can't wear a flannel if you it's above. A, you can get a thin flannel if it's above fifty nine degrees. You can get a thin flannel. They sell them. really, yeah, like like a bed sheet. But y'all wear that shit in seventy degree weather. Not y'all. Still, Only a certain niche group. Will of you people. wear that at seventy five degrees? I could wear a flannel at seventy five degrees. I, I get high easy. That's why my vibe is definitely very Florida. Yeah, because I just want to wear tank tops everywhere I go. I want to like yeah. I miss I miss in Florida where I can wear tank tops to brunch in Atlanta. 
everything's so extra. They're so they gotta so, get so dressed up. Oh my god, there's a dress code everywhere you go. Yes. And I'm like, for what? They're not even wearing anything real. Bruh. You got that for two dollars <laughs> off a Shein. Why are we why do we have a dress code? Bruh. I don't understand. But that. Atlanta is the home of the fake bougie. Fake we have to appear like we are classy, but we're really rest- trash. But our service fucking sucks. Service is, oh, everywhere I've gone, sir, uh, sir. except for one place. But it wasn't like. Can a, you remember the place? It's called Hobnob. It's actually mm. great. Hobnob. It's very shout out to Hobnob. Hobnob. Where is that? There's a few of them. There's one in Atlantic Station. There's one in yes. That's what I I didn't know it was more than one. Yes, and they I have think, great food. I think great they're on my bottomless mimosa list. <laughs> bottomless mimosas yeah. are amazing. Great service. Yeah, Atlanta that is the one place. <laughs> what's what's some differences you've seen in the vibes of like LA and Atlanta then? Oh my god. Well, okay. Put it like this: What's something that you really like about, about Atlanta? Atlanta that you were surprised about? Um, hmm, that's a good question that I was surprised about. I think it's more diverse than I thought it was going to be. Oh really? Did you think it was just going to be black as hell? Or? I thought it was going to just be black as oh, okay. I don't know what. And then I got here, and it's really like a melting pot of people. It is, yep. And in that sense, it almost it it ha- it reminds me of L.A. in that sense that it is so diverse, and there's different pockets of diversity yep. all throughout the city. And I was very surprised about that because yep. I thought it was going to be straight black people. And it is not. I will which say, is kind of refre- refreshing in a way. I will say this: is how I know I live in Atlanta. When we oh, back in twenty twenty, when we first like really shut down and everybody was at home and stuff. Yeah, I didn't go to work from like the end of March until August. Mm-hmm. I didn't really interact with white people at all. At all. So it's diverse, but it's I won't interact with white people unless I'm at work. Maybe mm. I I really only interact with white people at work. Like when I lived in Florida, mm. my friend group. Even outside of work, it was so diverse yeah. in Florida. Like, with white people in there. Here in Atlanta? No. I don't talk to white people outside of, like, I, the only white people I talk to are at work and the ones that I met in Florida when we on FaceTime or Zoom or something like that. But I don't. I have not made a personal connection mm. to white people outside of work here in, in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yes. Let me think about that. I think the only person... And I'm not going to include my best friend because she Yeah, because you've been knowing her, known her, so they don't count. I'm trying to think here in the city. There's only one, and you know who he is. <laughs> Correct. And that's about it. And he's a gay white man in Atlanta. You met him through school, And right? I met him so, through school, so yeah. I wouldn't even... Like, I don't see my... And not that I... And I'm a very open person. You know me. Yeah. I just... I don't know. That is interesting, though. Yeah, I, I have not made a connection with a white person outside of work. At all in Atlanta. Wow. Because <laughs> at least even white people, at when I was in Florida, I met them at work and we get got close outside of work and became friends but and that's stuff. That's not happening. I have not made. I have not met a white person at work that I've made a connection with outside of work. Wow. I've at least made a connection with an Asian person and a black person. Yeah. <laughs> multiple black people. Mo- definitely multiple say. black people. <laughs> One might say. One Asian. Dang. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, ain't that wild okay. to think about? And then also on that note of like making friends with people at work and continuing that connection outside of work, is that a normal thing? We were talking about like the differences in or what's something I wasn't expecting entering the adulting professional world. Professional yeah. world. Uh, is I that say, normal? So I think I've had a different experience because so Sorry when I lived in Florida, pivot, but when I lived in Florida, I had I 
I made so many friends at work mm-hmm. that we used to hang out together outside of it was a lot of us that hung together. So I think it might be a little different than a lot of people. And I definitely totally recognize I work in higher education. Mm-hmm. Higher education is so different than like the corporate world and yeah. the private sector and all of that. But I've I know I got some friends that have go out for drinks with their co-workers and yeah. stuff like that. But I will say, so at Florida, when I lived in Florida, at Florida, I used to work at Florida State, it was so many people that we made a, uh, we made like a nice group of us that used to hang out together outside of work. Like literally, I think it was 2018 maybe, I think 2018 or 17, I think 18, where we got together every weekend during, from like, I remember it was Father's Day because we went to brunch to one of these spots that do bottomless mimosas mm-hmm. and we ordered a mimosa and I was like, something feels weird. I don't know why something's different. And I asked the server, I said, is this bottomless mimosas today? And she was like, oh no, today's Father's Day. So we don't do bottomless mimosas on Father's Day. And we all looked at each other disappointed like, oh, why not? we <laughs> trying to throw them back. Oh my gosh. So Who what? Is? So we, so everybody, it was five of us and we was like, it's the only mimosa we're going to have. <laughs> and even like the, they did a seafood buffet and that everything, was... but it was crazy expensive. So then my homegirl, she was like, well, I we can go back to my apartment. I got the swimming pool. We got a grill out there. And I said, oh yeah, I got a grill. I'll throw some stuff on the grill. So we, so we went back, we invited a couple friends over and we had a little pool party with about 10 of us. And we did that legit every weekend from Father's Day wow. until Labor Day weekend. Every wow. single, at least Saturday or Sunday, we did something. That's nice. And it was all of us from work that met somehow through work. All Black folk. It started out as just black people. And it was like, started out as five of us. Mm-hmm. Then it was seven. Then it was nine. Then it was 11. Then it was like 15. That's nice. And then it turned into like two or three white people and some Hispanics. And then like five or six white people and more Hispanics. That's dope. So we all got together all the time. Like we would do stuff. We did did Secret Santa together. We did a Friendsgiving. That's awesome. Like we did all of that stuff. But now here, now that I'm in Atlanta at the current university I'm in, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say the name of that place. I will. No, I'm the girl, <laughs> girl. I'm just kidding. Well, I'll go ahead and throw no. that out there. <laughs> Villanova. <Right. laughs> but now I think that I'm at the stage now because I'm in a city where I know people outside of work as well. Mm. I didn't know anybody outside of work in Florida, but here I do know some people. So I've really only made that connection with. I think two people that I've mm. been with outside of work. I guess more than two because technically me and you met through work. Technically, yeah, yeah. Technically me and you met through work and a couple of y'all I do hang with out with. Two or three of y'all. So I guess yeah. about five people but way less than what I... Like people from when I lived in Florida it's a lot of them that like I just told you early on we did a, a Zoom call last night yeah. with like it was about eight of us on the Zoom call that I worked in the same department. That's just from my department. Like on Monday, I zoomed, I FaceTimed somebody because uh, one of my big homies. This is how you know you're in a professional world when you got friends that are sixty now. Oh, yeah. Like, but he oh, was retired. Yeah. He had a reti- they had a retirement party for him, so I FaceTimed in to talk to him. I drove to Florida back in November for uh oh, wow. for a retirement party or whatever. So I I made friends that was fifty and sixty years old and stuff like my parents age and stuff wow. and I made a connection with them that I talked to them every blue moon and we used to go out for drinks after work 
and they're fucking 40 years 30 years older than me and stuff but I don't do that here no but it is normal for people to make some connections with work but I know a lot of my friends I don't know a lot of them to have made like like me make close friends like the people I've met at work are like close friends I went to weddings of people yeah. I met at yeah. work too so wow yeah no it's it's have you made any friends at work from work yet I don't even it's so weird so I'm only like about eight months in I think to this new professional working world and I'm like I feel like we are friends at work I feel like I definitely yeah have, I feel close as hell at I work feel don't close you close at work then you leave and I'm like, uh, talk to these motherfuckers again, <laughs> right? But I, but then I'm like, but I'm gonna see you tomorrow anyway. So yeah. I'm like, I'm not even pressed about it. I'm gonna see you niggas five days, before. five <laughs> five days from eight thirty to five. PM. I see y'all more than I see my, my family, family. Yes. my friends that I met outside of here. So I'm like, I it really doesn't bother me as much that I don't know. I just it's just something I wasn't expecting. I wasn't Correct. expecting to get into the professional world. And then some people be like, oh, you're one side is like, oh, your colleagues are your friends. And then the other side is like, mm, we're just your colleagues while you're at work. So it's like <laughs> it's a fine line. And I'm like, yep. I don't really know what side I want to be on yet, personally. Yeah. Um, but well, you, you also don't know if I can trust this person. And you be don't fully myself. That's the them. that's the real yeah. part. That's yep. the realest part about it is like you don't know how much of yourself you can be with this person. Yep. And I've been fortunate enough to like I've seen glimpses of certain people where I feel like they let their guard down a little bit with mm-hmm. me. And I'm like, mm, we're we are getting somewhere. Yeah. But I but I still don't feel fully comfortable being open enough and vulnerable enough with them because one, I don't know you. Two, yep. I'm the one of the only two black people in this office. Three. That's not that common in Atlanta. It's so, not that so, common in so Atlanta. Wow. But but it's still it doesn't make it any more comfortable, you know. Yeah, definitely. So it's like I, now I feel like you're watching my every move because I, I in my head yep. and I could be completely wrong, but I feel like you see my movements and then you're like, this is how black people must. Yeah, you just don't know oh, if you can totally trust them. You don't and like with me, and I know that with me. I'm a very transparent person and I don't always know how to like code switch all the time yeah. where I, I've had gift. people, I've had people that white people specifically that would tell me, you know what I love about Will, you're going to be yourself <laughs> all the time. And that's and great. so that's dope. But then it's not always great in the work world that you're going to be yourself all the time because it may be somebody who's in charge, someone who has kind of power over you getting promoted around the workplace, mm-hmm. they might not like who you really are and stuff as well. So sometimes I, I, I'm like, damn, I probably shouldn't have said that in that meeting or something. Yeah. Oh, what not? Yeah, I've I've had those moments, but like I remember one time. So one of the students who had graduated and then started working professionally when I was at Florida State, we was all out in the parking lot. It was probably like six or seven of us, and she was newer. She hadn't been around all of us or whatever. And I was out there. I was just saying, saying the shit that I say about white folk. And I was cussing <laughs> and everything. Me and you. <laughs> just being me. And one of my homegirls was like, yeah. She was like, I've never seen Will like that. I'm so surprised. I didn't know Will cussed. Wow. I didn't know, I didn't know Will talk like that. And I, I knew you cursed day weird. one. And then it's <laughs> day one. I said, oh, God. I remember showing up and I was trying to be so professional. And you, But you were still professional about it. Let me yeah. not negate that but I was like this joker here <laughs> I got dressed up 
and everything for this. Because I want people to feel comfortable to be themselves around no. me. Because Instantly. I'm not going to judge anyone. No. I want you to be comfortable because interviews and jobs and all that, it's just people fronting and faking. That's it all it is. It definitely- That's what they teach you about interviews. You got to fake and front. Put your best foot And you're forward. not who you really are. And I want you to be who you really are because I'm trying to create a culture yeah. of just people being who they are and feeling comfortable to be themselves. Very important. And I, that's what I want. And not all cultures are like that. And so it's just why, like, she was like, I just, I never heard Will talk like that. That was so crazy. That was and, so- and as well, because I I forget oftentimes when I'm at work, oh, people don't, People don't really know who I am. No. But they think they do. Like, I had to tell a couple of students, and I was like, y'all don't really know me. No. Y'all don't know who I am. Like, y'all might have a good idea, which I think I am, but whatever you think I am, I'm not that. Right. But I'm literally not that. You don't know. You don't know the shit I go through. No. You don't know the conversations I have with family and friends. Mm-hmm. You don't know about my relationship with God. You don't know fucking anything. They really don't. Like, y'all don't know anything, but people think that they... They think they got a good gist of who you are. And it, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've done this before where I think I know somebody at work and I'm like, I don't know them yeah. at all. And I think really there's probably one person who you know mm-hmm. that probably knows me pretty well at work because we have a lot of those conversations and shit. Yeah. And there's another person, my my little homegirl. She knows a portion of me. Yeah. But a portion. A portion. She just knows a portion. And that's what's weird. Work professional world is just very weird it's so it's a weird you spend all this time with these people and they really don't know you and they really (laughs) don't know you (laughs) and it's so it's so strange it's like a it's twisted in the mind i'm like i really i'm being my professional self my professional self but that's not who Lauren really Correct. is. That's not who I but perceive. Look, I wear a really peak in my head at home. Um, and you're not doing that. I wear a bandana around you're my head not at doing home. That at no. I'm cussing, drinking liquor straight. Straight warm. Just, just, just room hot te- room temperature. Tequila. Room temperature. <laughs> it's not hot, guys. It's room temperature. <laughs> but I'm not like I can I can talk about tequila at work. But oh, that yeah. doesn't mean y'all like y'all don't fucking know. They don't see this, right? They've never seen. I realize because I didn't realize I was so like I really am very different from work. You're pretty different when you come over to the house. Shit, different. It is different. Like and then it's like I didn't. I did not imagine this is how you were living. Right. I feel like you have a perception of how you see people, and this was not. What? Okay. So what probably was your perception? Can you oh, go back? Can you go back? Now I've spent so much. Ah, man. Because I feel like a lot of people probably wouldn't think, like, my my place would be so clean. No. Like. Not that I thought that you were messy. But I just. But I like, also eh. know how a lot of men are, so. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What do I want to. Uh, let's start off with this. I thought you were going to be a white man, first and foremost. I don't know how many people, because my name is William I Thomas. you going to be a So white many people man. thought that I was a white man because my name is William Thomas. Yeah. Which is crazy as hell. I definitely did. Yeah, but I get that out of the time. And then I showed up, and it was you and you know who. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, here we Black go. as shit, baby. <laughs> yeah. Black than a motherfucker. Yeah. And I bring the black out of him, because he be trying to coast with your he word. He sure does. But he I bring sure it does. out of him, and I'm, and I'm like, I think he actually likes it. Yeah. But he's like, he's also, I think he's always like, I can't believe I didn't said this and did this. <laughs> but I be, I be bringing the black out of him. You do. I bring the Atlanta out of him, because he's like from that, Atlanta. Though. So. I like that, though. I like, he's from New York. No. That nigga from Atlanta. He was born in New York. <laughs> He's from New York. No, that's what he told me. Yeah, that's what he wants um, to say. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. This is just 
It's hard for me to go back because how long? Now we've known each other for what three and a half years. Twenty nineteen, so three, almost three years. Almost three. just under three wow. years. Feels like forever. In August, it'll be three years. Um, I'm trying to think. I thought you were a white man initially. <laughs> That's so funny. And then, I don't know. I just I didn't picture you t- like I didn't picture you to have honestly passions like like this, like having a podcast, creating your own merchandise, creating your own. Like, bored. I did not, in my head, you, there's no way you have a life outside of what this well, is. Well, right first here. of all, students always think that. Yeah. They never of think that. that they, yeah. Students think that this their is your supervisors life. and boss, this is when, all you do. when he leaves here, he just turns his battery off and Hell. he shuts down in the office and he waits for one of us to email him or call him. And then and when 8 a.m. Like, hits, he turns back on and he's How, around campus. Yeah. They're no, like, that's and, real. And that's, and so I never, I didn't have that before when I was in Florida. Like I connected with them. We like, I was friends with mm. them, but here as the, as the, uh, the age gap gets wider and wider, it changes things. they look at me as, yeah. Oh, he's just here for us. He doesn't have a life outside. Like when I was interviewing two students the other day, and one of the other, one of my seniors was in the interview mm-hmm. and we was asking questions. And then she was like, well, I don't know how we got to it. She's like, well, you know, Will has a podcast. And they was like, oh my God, you have a podcast. They were yeah. so shocked. And then she told them, yeah, you know, he has a cookbook as well. He makes trivia games. And they was just like yeah. flabbergasted. Because it's like, it's almost mind blowing to know that people have passions outside of work what as, work as an adult, you know? Because a lot of times your work is your passion. Is your passion or your life or your entire life. I, I mean, I've met people who work is their yeah their life. So it's weird when you, I don't mean weird in like a weird way, but it's definitely like a, a, a shock, surprising mm-hmm. when you meet someone and they're like, oh no, don't, I'm, I'm over the weekend, I'm going to be doing X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 for my this, this, and that. I'm like, oh, wow. Your yeah. mind, your mind's kind of blown because it's, you're no longer fit into that box of what I imagined you to be. Yeah, because I mean, most, I will say though, most people, excuse me, when I'm talking with friends and stuff, and they're introducing me, I got the hiccups. Oh again. gosh, not again. But when they're introducing me to somebody else, and then we just start talking, and it somehow gets to, yeah, I have a podcast, I do this and that, they're always just like, oh my God, you, you do a lot. Yeah, and I I don't think it's that much, but like when I get home from work in the evenings, I'm like I like creating some shit, but a lot of people don't do this. No, and I thought everybody was doing this. No, everybody (laughs) is not doing this. Everybody is not, and I can speak from my personal experience. I when I get off of work, I am like so mentally exhausted. I'm like I need 20 minutes of just nothing, or like mindless TikTok. I just need a break. And then maybe I'll go for a walk. Like, I'm very much into, like, fitness and, and health. Yeah. I'm like, maybe I'll go work out. Maybe I'll go do a quick little hike. I don't know. Now that the sun's out longer. Maybe I'll go lay by the pool. Oh, my gosh. I can't yeah. imagine. I, I had to teach myself how to do that, though. Mm-hmm. Because then I started getting to a point where when I would get home, like, I have to create something. And then if I don't, if I'm not having a creative spirit to create something, I feel so bad and go into a dark place oh, where, wow. yeah, where I'm not like, I feel kind of like useless if I'm not creating, if I'm not recording a podcast, creating a dope t-shirt, uh, creating just a new idea, trivia game, just whatever it is. 
I would get so down on myself. I'm like, I should be doing something. And so I had to actually teach myself that sometimes you get home, you need to do some mindless shit. You do. Just watch fucking Power. Watch Snowfall. Or some reality um, TV. Watch some, listen to music and just chill and cook. Love is like, blind. Like, when you cook, it doesn't have to be, like, a big production sometimes. Yeah. Like, you don't have to cook something so creative and different and all of that. Wow. So, I had to, but... Yeah, I was. I would be, put so much pressure on myself to create something cool. Wow. Yeah, I, and and then I would get down, and I'd be in a dark place. If you didn't. Yeah. Oh my. And so well, yeah, I would. I would then like. I mean, I'm not in this place now, but I would get home, and then I can't create nothing. Then I would just sit, like, have the lights low, almost dark, and just listen to sad ass music and drink. That's when I had there to get out of that. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I'm glad you went to go seek therapy. <laughs> Good gosh, you could have called somebody. This this is when I was in Florida, though. Oh, okay. Well, that was, well, that was, when I was in Florida. before my time. Yes. <laughs> Not since maybe once or twice in Atlanta, but. I'm good. Okay. I don't drink when I'm uh when Sad. I'm feeling down. Down. Yeah. I told my therapist that. I'm like, yeah, I don't drink when I'm down. Because then it turns into you make yourself think you have to drink every time you're feeling down. Mm. And I don't want it. I don't want it to turn into that. I don't want to ever feel like, well, I guess I need to have a drink because I've had a long day. Yeah. I don't want to make myself that. that. I haven't hit that yet. But like, as long as you know, like you have a drink or two, but you don't want to drink to get drunk every time to numb the to numb the feeling of down because something. It's a the feel, feelings are a spectrum, but you gotta sometimes you gotta feel those feelings. Yeah, you gotta feel the sadness, feel the hurt, mm-hmm. feel stress, feel joy, feel happiness, feel peace. But yes. I'm in a place now where I have this self awareness where sometimes when I'm driving, like I legit had this feeling the other day. You gotta be in the moment, and I was just in the car on the way to work, and I remember it was a moment. It was a dope song I was listening to. I was loving the song. Yeah. Traffic wasn't crazy, and I remember the sun was rising in just a, a really dope moment. And I was like, "This moment feels good than a motherfucker." And there you go. I was like, "This moment feels good." You don't and find shit. the bright like, spots just, in every day. I'm just with it. Like I was walking into the gym the other day, and I was wide awake. I wasn't tired. I couldn't wait to get in the gym, and I had some uh, dope mute, dope music in my headphones. And I was like, "I fucking love this moment right now." And sometimes wow. I just tell myself, like, you know what? Just sit in the moment. Yes. This moment is dope. Like, I really just sit in the moment and enjoy that that moment. Because you don't always get that vibe and that energy Mm-mm. in every moment. No. Or even have, like, the wherewithal to, to acknowledge the moment that you're in. Yeah. You know? Because I yeah, feel cause like we, your you minds are... too fast all the ra- time. Your, our minds are racing so much. I'm Especially already thinking about... in a city about, like Atlanta. In a city like Atlanta, I'm... I got to drive home after this. I'm like, it's going to be... I wonder what traffic's going to be like. Are there going to be some crazy people zipping it? Like, I got to make sure I get to the gym. I got to yeah. get this sleep. What I got to do tomorrow. Yep. You all constantly thinking. You got to sometimes sit in the moment. And so for you to be able to just be still in mm-hmm. a moment and be like, wow. It's so amazing to be alive and be present. Yep. In the Bible, it says, peace, be still. Mm-hmm. And it's tr- you just have to peace, take a deep breath. Be still. Be still and just feel the moment sometimes. Yeah. And like even when I'm with like on my birthday, when I was with all of y'all, I sat back for a second, I was like, 
this is dope. Dope. This is dope. Like, I got a lot of people and then who he came passed out, out for my birthday. All right. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Fine. I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm I go sorry. back to them. No, I did. <laughs> I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. I did. Like We had a great time. I, I hadn't got drunk like that in a long ass I mean, I was drinking from 1030 that morning. It was a long day. It was a long day. And it was a crazy day. The power went out at brunch. Man, I really want to... We going back there. I want to try that place. Shout out to the Sorry hive. to interrupt your... your Shout mother. out to that. No, we, we got through that. that no. Episode. But yeah, shout out a, to the half. But we ended up in, at a nice ratchet place. As we always do. As, a, at, as, we, as, we, as all, we do. When in Atlanta. Uh, shout out to Escobar. <laughs> Hello. Shout out to Escobar. Oh, shout out on, to 2 Chains. Uh, over on Peter Street. We were in his section. Yeah, they kept throwing up 2 Chains names. Knowing yeah. damn he wasn't there. He wasn't even there. And I remember I had a pee, but I had stopped over in a little field to pee. <laughs> I saw you run. Bro. <laughs> I oh saw my you God. run off. I go, where is he going? She goes, oh, she, he had to pee a little quick. Oh I mean, that was bit. like five, five, six mimosas, two tequila shots. Just in a random field. And then in a random field on Peter I Street. I just see you like, running. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. Oh, my God. That shit was, I had to, I had to pee bad. I'm glad you got that out. That, yeah, that out shout out. I had to get that out there. <laughs> we went to a nice ratchet spot. Man, a nice little ratchet server girl. Woman. She wasn't ratchet. What happened? Did anything come of that? You know. I don't know. That's what I'm, I have no idea. That's what I'm asking you. You know. Y'all we, were y'all were hitting it off a little bit. You know. I don't it. know. <laughs> I don't know. What happened? What came of it? You know, we talk from here and there. You still talk occasionally? Bit. Mm-hmm. We talk occasionally. I don't try hard enough. I Why? Don't, I don't I don't know. I I don't know. That's that's one thing that's I haven't fair. went over that's yet fair. in therapy. I have no idea why I don't try hard enough. Hmm. Maybe, maybe I'm just not as interested. Maybe I haven't met a woman that I'm that interested in yet. <clears throat> so hopefully that will. Maybe not. Maybe not. Hopefully I'll find a woman that I'm like, man, I'm really interested in this hoe. I mean, this young lady. A William. <laughs> not a young hoe. <laughs> not a, I hope not. What a young hoe at? Stop. <laughs> she's a pretty little thing. She, she's No, she, she was, was sweet. She, she was 27. She was 27? 27. Wow. Pretty girl, good skin. Her skin was nice. Her skin. <laughs> she was fun. <laughs> he took some shots. She brought me some shots. She did take some shots Had with a us. Fat ass. Okay. She be working out on Instagram all the time. Does she? Mm-hmm. You message her? We I might, you know. Oh gosh. All right. Here and there. He giving me the most vague. <laughs> I, I mean, you know. I might. I mean, you know, it is what it is. You know what is that? What do these phrases mean? Come on. They, they mean nothing. We be out here. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> we We're all out here. We be out here. We are all out we here. We out in these streets. All right. We uh we're gonna be back. We're coming back from one more segment. Uh, chicken look hour with L Boogie. Bye.